Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. We are back on California School News Radio, Buena Park School District Edition. Uh, back here with Kevin and Drew. We've just spoken to Superintendent Dr. Ramon Miramontes. And now we turn to Buena Park Junior High, a school with so many great programs. And they're especially crazy about the robotics there. And with us is Buena Park Junior High STEM teacher Shelly Andros. Welcome to California School News Radio to you, Shelly. Thank you for having us on. Oh, yes, wonderful. And I'd like to introduce you to my colleague, Drew Slosberg from the San Diego Union-Tribune. How are you doing, Shelley? I'm fine, Drew. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Okay. And also with us are two students, uh, Buena Park uh, Junior High students, 8th grader Veronica Diaz and 7th grader Edwin Martinez. Are you on the, on the line there? Yes, we are. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you for being on. Such an honor. Uh, kids, hold on for a minute. We will get back to you. Uh, let's talk to you, Shelly. Let's start it off. You've been teaching for 16 years, and uh, the last two at Buena Park uh, Junior High, uh, and you have very diverse interests, uh, technology and agriculture, uh, which people don't normally uh, associate together, but that, actually they, they go together uh, uh, very well. Uh, but let's talk robotics. We're okay. here to talk about robotics. Why robotics? <laughs> what's uh, what's going on there at Buena Park Junior High? Well, three, year go- well, three years ago, they started a we, robotics program here. I joined chose, two years ago. Uh, However, prior we to that, actually, 14 uh, years ago, I got into robotics because I we, saw a um, hands-on demonstration using Legos with kids totally engaged. And when I saw the full engagement and the full um, project-based learning, it captured my interest because I'm a Cal Poly graduate, which is a hands-on um, polytechnic school. And I knew we needed to incorporate that into education for kids to um, have an avenue to express themselves and to learn and be creative. And Cal Poly Pony, you hit the nail on the head right there because we, uh, we're just uh, very uh, close to, uh, to Cal Poly over here at, at the VMA. VMA Studios. Um, so, so you you have come here to to Buena Park, and you have three classes that you teach in robotics, uh, uh, robotics one, two, and three. So, tell us, uh, 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 give us an idea of just what what goes on briefly in each in each class as the students progress. Okay, as we're designing the classes, what happened is our robotics one class is an introduction to robots. So if students have never in elementary school or in any other avenue taken a robotics class to learn how to build and program, because you also have to have coding that goes into the robotics, um, they start off with Robotics 1. And we use Legos um, and the EV3 robot as the platform for them to start exploring what robotics is about. If they like that program, they're welcome then to move on to a Robotics 2 program and then the Robotics 3 program, our advanced program, which we transfer platforms, and now we go into the VEX Robotics, which is a little bit more complex system where they're not using a block program for coding anymore. They're moving into a um, kind of a watered-down C++ program. And that's, you know, and that's not nothing. C++ is a little bit hairy to learn if you're, you know, when, when, when you're starting off. I tried it once, and a friend of mine that knows 
uh, coding and everything. Says Kevin, don't don't even bother. With that. <laughs> you're never gonna. You're never gonna. You're too old. You're never gonna understand that. Well, let's bring. Bruce well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna in. jump in real quick and say, we have to watch mindset. It is very important that we don't have a closed mindset, and nobody should ever say never. If you have a determination that you're gonna learn something, by all means, go try it, regardless of how complex or challenging it is. Uh, I, you know, that that is very inspiring. I'm going to go out and buy a book today and start it, and and we'll have you back on the program in a few months, and I'll let you know uh, uh, my progress there. We'll uh, give you a challenge so. to complete, so the kids will beat <laughs> okay. you probably. Okay. Well, uh, uh, a man that also not uh, will never back down from a challenge is Drew Slosberg. Uh, <laughs> please join us, Drew. Uh, yeah, I will. And, First of all, congratulations on the, the great work you're doing at uh, Buena Park uh, Junior High and also to those uh, terrific students you have there, Veronica and uh, Edwin. We'll get to them in a couple seconds here. But, you know, Shell, let me ask you, have you always been interested in robotics ever since you were a little child? No, not at all. Okay. You know, and again... <laughs> My, I graduated from Cal Poly with a horticulture degree with right. an um, emphasis in entomology. However, I was trained in hands-on learning. And so when I saw robotics starting to take off and realized where we're going in technology, I love technology. So when technology started, I jumped on that boat right away and said, we need to use technology. But by being a consumer of technology, I soon realized that that's not where we need our children to be. We need to be the innovators of technology. And that's where robotics appealed to me, again, because of the hands-on project-based learning. It's more engaging for the students. You have to work with partners. You have to collaborate with people. And those are life skills. So that's why I really like robotics. Even if the students aren't going to go into robotics in the future, it's developing those critical life skills that will go anywhere and work, um, do wonders in the workplace. Well, without question, and we talk about this quite a bit, and you hit the nail on one of the most important C's in, uh, in the workforce and in education is collaboration. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he heaven forbid we actually row in the same direction and see how fast <laughs> you go, right? Um, you know, uh, the, the kids will probably get it better than the adults anyway uh, in, in this aspect over here. Um, are, uh, are the kids ready? Uh, Veronica and Edwin, are you ready to take some questions? Yes, we are. Thank you. Okay, so Veronica, I'm going to start with you on this. Um, uh, what would you say, uh, you know, you now are doing this robotics learning and so forth. When you first got into this, are you going, wow, that is interesting, that is tough, I can do this, or um, I really need to get my, uh, my A game on this? Yeah, I definitely was interested in robotics when I first saw it. I didn't think I would be good at it, but I just tried it out and it was a lot of fun and I'm considering doing something with in the future it's quite interesting to do no that is that's, that's fantastic Edwin uh, do you have the same experience um, yes I do um, when I was a little child I always liked to build and I kept on going on building and when I when I saw robotics I I was very interested in doing it when I saw the images for for the robotics and when when I came into robotics it was very interesting and with the coding I was very familiar with it because I did that those codings last time right and and it, and then when I, it, it astonished me that those codings um, helped the robot move in many different ways and many designs you can make with the with the Legos you you can 
filled with. So, so let me ask both of you this question, and then you can jump in too on this one, uh, you know, Kevin as well. Because you folks are very uh, skilled now, learning robotics and all the things that go with it, I'll start with you on this, Veronica. So when you get home, um, are you the one that they go to to say, hey, we need this thing fixed, and uh, we're going to go to Veronica to do it? Um, no, not really. Both of my parents are programmers, in fact. <laughs> okay. All right. How about you, Edwin? Not really. My parents um, never went to college. Uh-huh. They, they, they couldn't go because they're they're from another country. Yeah. And they came here, so I could have an advantage of get of having a greater life. Well, I well I started in robotics without nothing to do, nothing to know because my parents um, don't very know about much technology. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be teaching them then um, yeah. uh, as you go along. I think what what strikes me uh, both Veronica and Edwin and 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 Shelley is just uh, it used to be that if you were a creative uh, kid in school, um, you had very few avenues to really let your mind, uh, uh, you know. Uh, explore uh, uh, different avenues of creativity, but it seems like robotics. When you, uh, Edwin, when you talk about uh, I, I, I coded the, the, the robot and I got to do all these different things, that really yeah. gets your mind to thinking about how the, the, the possibilities are limitless. Is that, is that correct? Yes. I'm going to jump in real quick, too. Edwin is a very humble young man. I <laughs> threw a challenge out to my kids. I'll show them different segments of programming. And then I give them challenges, and they have to then take the coding portions that I've taught them and put them together. So I'm not saying, okay, here's the course, here's exactly how you code it. I'm giving them a challenge, and then they've got to write the code and build the robot to accomplish that challenge. The challenge that I threw out there for the whole year, Edwin's my second semester student. First semester failed, and again, we'll go over fail um, a lot of times we don't think about fail what it is. Fail should be first attempt in learning. And we should give kids opportunities to fail and have to go back and persevere and build stamina not to give up. So the challenge I gave was using two light sensors to program a robot so that it wouldn't fall off a certain platform. Edwin was the only person that figured out how to write the code that didn't interfere with each other and work the bugs out to be successful with that. So. He's being very humble on his coding, but for a first-year robotics student, he did a fabulous job. You go, Edwin. You <laughs> How do you feel about that? Your teacher is talking you up tremendously here. Yeah, I feel really proud that, that I'm the only one who figured out the light sensors. Um, it was very hard, though, because whenever I tried to program two of them, it, like, one of them stopped working or it just wouldn't work. So I thought about the process, and then I realized that it's just the same thing, just that since one of them is in front and one of them is in the back, I just need to program them opposite. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, Edwin, uh, we're going to have to stop you there. We're going to go to break. We're going to be right back, and we're going to talk to you uh, uh, more about robotics. We're going to talk to uh, Veronica Diaz a little bit more and Shelly Andros uh, of Buena Park Junior High here on California School News Radio on WSRadio.com with Kevin and Drew. We will be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned.
you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit BizVidCommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D Communications.com Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to the program. Kevin and Drew on California School News Radio with our guest, Shelly Andros, a STEM teacher from Buena Park Junior High in the Buena Park School District, and a couple of her robotics students. Uh, we have been talking to Edwin Martinez uh, and also Veronica Diaz. Uh, Shelly, uh, to kind of get this, uh, if you have a robotics problem, a program, uh, it's likely you're going to have a robotics team and be... Uh, involved in competitions, and, and that is true here at, at Buena Park Junior High, correct? 
That is correct. We just um, had our first annual um, Robot Nation. We took over a competition that's been in our local area for middle schools. Um, and it's fun. It's You take your learning and then you go and compete against other middle schoolers that are doing the same thing and kind of challenge yourself. Meet other people um, with like minds and like interests. And yeah, and that is that is a very important thing because because uh, I've been to these competitions. It's just kids that are just like you know fully into robotics, and you do, and they, and you and you can see them. They're they're talking. They're they're picking each other's minds. And uh, I believe, and Veronica, you are are you on the on on one of the teams? Um, yes, I am. I took okay, the so best you've... class, so I participated <laughs> in one of the competitions. Okay, well, uh, talk to us a little bit about the competition because those are those are fun, but they can be very nerve wracking, right? Um, yes, I was actually quite nervous when I got there. All I wanted to do was um, just do well, but I actually did pretty good. Okay, well, uh, again, you sound a little bit humble, too. This seems to be a, a particular characteristic of robotic students, but, uh, but don't hold back. Uh, let's, uh, what, what was your job during the competition? Because I know that everybody uh, on the team has a, uh, probably has a specific job that they do. So what were you doing during the competition? So I was help building the robot that me and my partner worked on, and we also programmed the controls for it, and we take turns driving it around. So they actually, that team was very split down the middle with what they were doing, but again, Veronica's being humble. With her background in programming, <laughs> she's one yeah. of our top programming troubleshooters that can okay. logically figure out and work out the bugs of a program. But what I like with Veronica, because she has a programming mindset, bringing it out into the robotic end and having to build and troubleshoot, because one of the things we do is we keep industry in silos. So if you're a coder, you're in your coding um, little world. If you're a builder, mechanical, you're in your mechanical realm. But where robotics, it brings both of those and electronics into play, where you have to be skilled across all platforms. And Drew uh, is a master of very many platforms, too. Uh, do you have a question for uh, any of our guests, Drew? Yeah, I think I'll start with, uh, you know, uh, Shelley on this. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the passion just uh, you exude uh, with these uh, two fine students, of course, and uh, the coursework uh, you're doing. Where do you see uh, robotics instruction going in the future? Oh, the challenging part is funding. You know, our limiting factor in public schools is finding the funding to yep. continue. Where I see robotics going right now, my future is I'm going to be fo um, focusing on drones. Right. Because in the year they're projecting by the year 2025, they're going to need 100,000 um, people to fill new jobs for driving drones where we're going. And we want these kids, that would be these kids that we have in school now within five years, they could be getting certified or um, teaching, actually, adults how to drive drones. Well, well, not just drones, too. And um, I'm going to ask, uh, you know, the Veronica and Edwin this, and I know you're on top of this as well, Shelley. Um, we do a military show here at uh, Union Tribune uh, Radio and Network. In fact, we're going to be doing it in about 10 minutes here. And we also did a cybersecurity show. Uh, and, you know, the world of cyber is just exploding, to say the least. Um, and I know with the, the robotics, you know, skill set that you folks have, Veronica and Edwin, is, is cyber something that you are interested in exploring? I'll start with you on that, uh, Veronica. Um, I'm a bit interested. I think my uncle works with cybersecurity, but I don't know. I don't think that's really 
what I want to do with programming. For me, I kind of want to develop games and stuff. That's a big field, too. That's that, that's terrific. How about you, Edwin? Um, yeah, um, for me, I'm not really that much really interested, too, because the Internet is, like, full of many things, and it doesn't really, like, it does help the environment, the the community much, but, like, I want to help the community have better ways to help each other, like, like coding for different kinds of robots, like trying to accomplish the problems that people can't um, finish. Now, that is admirable. That is a, that, I can tell you right now, this is going to be a person that maybe, uh, you know, uh, Shelley one of these days running a big nonprofit with that type of heart. Um, that is very uh, admirable on this. Uh, Shelley, you're so right on with uh, drones or unmanned air, you know, uh, systems and all this business. That, that world is going to be exploding once they figure out how to get the FAA to, uh, you know, to agree on what that looks like uh, in, in this uh, area here. Um, so where would you go for a funding source? Where, where are good places to go um we're still working on that we're looking at um local industry yeah you know grants so we're finding grants so that's one of the challenges um as a middle school there are more grants and more opportunities for high school right not as many for a middle school however with the competitiveness of school students kind of need to know what they want to do in high school and find their tracks that they're going to be um taking to advance their careers Oh, without question, we were just chatting with your uh, uh, superintendent earlier about uh, career pathways and so forth, and uh, which is so important. And the beauty of it is that uh, you talked about it, and he did too. Uh, was that you know you lay the skill set, and whether you wind up in robotics or you wind up somewhere else, you've set you know the coursework to be able to bob and weave in this phenomenally changing uh, world of uh, careers. Uh, Kevin. Well, and it's not just like a future career. I think it always goes back to problem solving, especially if you've been involved in the arts for a long time. But what art does, it's not just drawing a picture, maybe, but there's somewhere along the line there's going to be a problem that you're going to have to solve in some art. And, 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 and then you get out and you have to solve it. And then that just helps you in anything else that you do, any class that you have, or especially in real life when problems arise and, and you so what do I do? It's like, okay, well, I already have this process. I already have this uh, process in place to be able to solve this problem because I was in the robotics class and 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 I, I you know and I, I was part of the the, the STEM sailing club uh, that uh, actually Dr. Miramontes was talking about that a little bit. Your uh, the STEM sailing program over there in Long Beach. Now, would you agree with that, Shelley? Would you believe that that problem solving is just like one of these uh, 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 intangible elements that that comes with uh, teaching these types of programs? Absolutely, and that's, one, that's why I jumped into robotics. Again, coming from a different field, I saw the, um, just the importance of, again, building stamina, building confidence in oneself. And again, I'm going to go over fail. We need to give students platforms where they learn how to fail and they have to try again, and realizing that's the first attempt in learning. And I also always throw out there with them, yes, keep it simple, students. You know, when we're designing, when we're manufacturing, you need to keep it simple to keep the cost down, to keep it um, where, you know, your inventory works, um, lots of different things. Um, with coding, you don't want to overload a system and have it crash on you. So there's lots of things that kids have to do. But, again, it comes to the four Cs. They've got to be creative. And, again, arts. We are people that appreciate visual um, beauty. 
And so in the STEM field, we do need to think STEAM and bring that art in. Look at a Tesla. You know, look at some of our most beautiful architecture and how that was brought in with the STEM education, but with the arts for humanity. Absolutely. Well, we've got just 30 seconds left. So uh, before we go, I would like to thank uh, all of you for coming on the program. Thank you for taking the time out. Thank you, Shelley. Thank you, uh, Edwin. Thank you, Veronica. I believe this is probably your last week of junior high. You're going to be going into high school soon? Um, yes, I will be. Um, okay. The last two weeks, actually. So next week okay. is my last week of well, congratulations, and I know you've all got uh, tremendous futures ahead of you. Please come back and join us again on California School News Radio. I'm sorry, that's all the time we have. Thank you, Drew, for uh, coming back on the program over another week. Uh, and thank you, Shelly, Edwin, and Veronica. Thank you to Wade and to Danielle and Valerie Martinez of VMA Communications. Uh, this is California School News Radio for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. 
wsradio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go download the ws radio application do it now it's very easy wsradio.com